Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Period, the podcast for people living with endo, adeno or PCOS who want to be informed, educated and empowered when it comes to managing their chronic illness. I'm your host, registered nurse and chronic illness mentor, Isabella Gosling, and I am so excited to be back with Let's Talk Period after a little bit of a mid-season, mid-year break. And I am feeling so refreshed and invigorated and ready to send out the rest of the year with Let's Talk Period. And I am so excited to have you here today. Today's episode is all about holistic care in endo, adeno and PCOS and why holistic care or multidisciplinary care is so important. But before we get into that, I want to quickly mention about the Thrive with Endo, Adeno and PCOS program that I am launching. So this is the very first time that I am launching this program and it is a small intimate group program for people living with Endo, Adeno or PCOS who want support on things like energy and fatigue, mindset, nourishing and moving their bodies and advocating for themselves and supporting supporting themselves as well. And over the six weeks, we go through each of those topics. There are three live calls where you can ask questions, vent, get support. And we also have a WhatsApp group chat as well to get daily support from other group members as well as me too. And this is for my people who might be feeling overwhelmed when it comes to managing their chronic illness. They're not really sure where to go to next. Um, They might be looking for more things they can include in their life when it comes to holistic care, which is kind of what we're talking about today on the podcast. But it is a great option because I'm running it at the lowest ever price of just $50. So if you would love to try this program out and you want more information, you can click the link in the notes for this episode. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at Let's Talk Period AU or at Isabella Gosling underscore. Now let's get into today's episode. So holistic care is a concept that's coming around in conditions like endoadenoal PCOS, and it's being considered to be more and more crucial in the management of these conditions but what actually is holistic care so holistic care is a concept that is looking at something sort of like person-centered care it's looking at you as a whole person it is including your physical needs your emotional needs your mental needs and your spiritual needs as well And then there's also another type of care called multidisciplinary care as well, which we'll talk on today as well. But it basically just means that we are looking at more than just the disease or the condition that the person is living at. So you're not just looking at removing endometriosis tissue or you're not just looking at Um, removing cysts that could be causing issues with PCOS or having surgery for adenomyosis if that's not an option for you in your um, season of life. So it's about looking at how we can manage our 
chronic condition the absolute best we can, not just focusing on the condition, but all of the factors that make up you and all of the things that are important to you. So to figure out sort of what's important to you, it could be good to do something like checking in with your values or your priorities. So what are your goals at the moment? Like, are you wanting to look at reducing pain? Are you wanting to be able to move more effectively? Are you wanting to be able to reduce um, bowel or bladder symptoms? Figuring out what is important to you when it comes to your chronic illness. Um, Maybe that could be reducing your insulin resistance for PCOS, for example, or working on lower back pain with adenomyosis. So figuring out some goals or things you want to work on can be helpful in navigating which part of your care you sort of want to focus in on in that sense. But then it's also about like working out or outwards as well, I guess, if it was a circle and you're moving out in the circle, that you need to focus on each sort of part of your life. So not just one thing. So thinking about what you need socially, um, do you need support? Who's your support network? Who can be there for you? Do you have a close friend or a family member that you can trust or vent to? Do you have online friends? Because the online chronic illness community is amazing. Um, The Let's Talk Period family is also amazing as well. If you want to join the Facebook group, you can join there. It's a place to chat about all things chronic illness. You can just search Let's Talk Period community on Facebook um, or you can always slide into my DMs as well. Um, You can be looking for things like uh, seeing a psychologist or a counselor, that could be a priority because your mental health is something that you're really wanting to prioritize. And living with a chronic illness like endo, adeno, or PCOS can be really hard on your mental health. Um, there's statistics around the role of endo, adeno, and PCOS and mental health. And we are at a higher rate of experiencing conditions like anxiety and depression on top of our chronic illness as well because there is a lot of things to consider and there can be some really hard moments and being in pain all the time can also play a factor on our mental health it can be very draining so mental health um As I said, if movement's one of your goals, then you could be looking at finding an exercise physiologist who works with people living with PCOS or living with endometriosis or adenomyosis and being able to move without triggering a flare-up or causing pain or injury could be a goal for you. And they are able to get you back to this type of exercise you love because if you want to be able to run again, working with an exercise physiologist can be a great option because they can help you do that safely without uh, causing any flare-ups or tweaking things to make sure that if you do flare-up, they can tailor the plan and just keep tweaking it so you can get back to doing what you love or if you love lifting heavy weights or If you want to be able to go to Pilates, it doesn't matter what your goal of movement is. They are really helpful at being able to get you there. Um, Alternatively, if you're experiencing pelvic pain, um, you can be seeing a 
pelvic physiotherapist. They are instrumental in helping to relax muscles that could be incredibly tight and helping to retrain those nerve pathways because the central nervous system has a huge role in pain and pain pathways and oversensitive nervous systems can contribute to pain as well. So again, it's all coming back to what you're valuing in your care and trying to figure out three to four things that you're wanting to sort of work on. Um, Another person that you could be including when it comes to the multidisciplinary slash holistic care could be a dietitian or a nutritionist or a naturopath. So if you're wanting to reduce bowel symptoms or gastrointestinal issues, you might be experiencing bloating, you might be experiencing nausea, you might feel like you've got sort of heartburn, um, you might notice when you eat certain things you get pain or you're wanting to work on improving your insulin resistance or reducing stress on your body and oxidative stress so working with a registered health professional around those things is really beneficial because you're able to make changes to what you're eating and nourishing your body with in a safe way and you're not going in blind with supplements or um, changing your food and lifestyle habits with no guidance and you might be taking supplements that you might not necessarily need to be taking so when it comes to food and nutrition and supplementation seeing a health professional can be really beneficial there if that's one of your goals And if one of your goals is managing pain, then secondary to a pelvic physiotherapist, you could look into being referred on to a pain specialist. They can help um, effectively manage your pain without the use of opioid medication. And a lot of people in the chronic illness community get kind of stressed when it comes to coming off opioid medications because that is what has been helping them but it's about finding different strategies to help manage pain and all of the little bits and pieces that you're doing can help to reduce pain so working with a pain specialist to find alternatives for pain management is a great idea um if that's a goal that you're wanting to work on and obviously surgery as well but as I said at the top of the episode it's only one aspect and looking outside of just the disease and surgery is so important because you're more than your illness and you're more than that disease tissue or that disease process and multidisciplinary care does include surgery or Um, seeing your gynecologist or your endocrinologist but that can be a goal as well if you know you need to have surgery then that can be one of your goals that you're prioritizing as well so holistic care is all about looking at your needs your spiritual emotional mental and physical needs and then you can break it down into goals for each of those And then from there, you can look at who you might want to include from that multidisciplinary team. So as I've mentioned throughout the episode, physio, uh, pelvic physio, a exercise physiologist, a nutritionist, a dietitian, a naturopath, a 
pain specialist, gynecologist, you could see somebody for traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture for pain relief and symptom management. There's osteopathy. There are so many different therapies and modalities and it's about finding which ones resonate with you and work best for you and your symptoms and your goals. So getting really clear on what you're wanting in this particular moment And then revisiting that every three, six, 12 months as to what's changed for you and what your goals are. And you might not need to see that practitioner anymore. And if they're a good practitioner, they're going to be absolutely stoked that they have been able to help you and you no longer need to see them in that moment in your life. And they will be there for you if you need to see them again and you can come back to them when you need, but you might need to prioritize other areas in your life. So it's all about finding that balance of priorities and values and I'm not saying to see all of those people all at once. As I said, they will come and go throughout what is your priority in that moment. But if you do live in Australia, you can access the chronic um, chronic health condition plan or they've changed the name recently. Uh, it's called a chronic disease management plan. And so if you go to your general practitioner, you can work with them to develop a plan and it gets you access to subsidized sessions with registered health professionals like the ones I've mentioned and so it just makes it a little bit cheaper on you because as we know cost is a huge thing when it comes to managing conditions like endoadeno or PCOS Uh, and then you can also access a mental health plan as well which gives you 10 subsidized sessions with a mental health professional like a psychologist so if psychology is a goal for you then using those sessions there instead of your chronic disease management plan can give you a total of 15 sessions all up for different things to manage your health that is all for today if you enjoyed this episode i would absolutely love to hear about it send me a dm on instagram at let's talk period au or at isabella gosling underscore And if you want to be part of the Thrive program, we are kicking off on Monday the 31st of July. So you have just one week if you're listening to this on the day it comes out to join us. It is about stopping surviving and starting thriving through looking at different aspects of your chronic condition and helping you to live your best life. So if you want more info, again, send me a DM or the link is in the show notes. Other than that, I will catch you on Wednesday with a brand new interview episode. Let's Talk Period is an independent podcast, so if you did enjoy this episode or you do enjoy the show in general, I would absolutely love if you rate on Spotify or Apple and if you're listening on Apple, leaving a review. It just helps new people find the show and if you do really like it and you want to tell a friend or family member about the show, I would absolutely love that as well. Let's Talk Period is produced for educational purposes and the information, recommendations and topics talked about do not constitute medical advice or take into consideration your personal circumstances or medical history.